Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of the Dramatic Dream Dragons podcast here on the Five Star Network. We are, as always, a podcast all about Dragon Gate and DDT, and I am, as always, your host, Sondre Bjorn. And with me today, I have both the Dramatic and the Dream. I have both Yannick and Dylan here. The whole trio is here. How are you guys doing? Uh, hi, Sondre. Hi, Dylan. You know, it's it's fun doing the D3 out of bed, but it's it sucks because I'm in bed. So let's talk some wrestling. Let's have fun. Yeah, this show is all about fun when you think about it at the end of the day, I like to yeah. think. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I've been doing a lot of shows lately. Uh, we're recording a little earlier than usual. I'm a little tired, but doing the show, I'm getting more fired up by the second. Uh, so I'm feeling good. I've got a Capri Sun I'm drinking right now, which is very healthy. They give it out to the football players uh, among us to keep us hydrated. I'm trying to stay hydrated right now, trying to stay healthy as we get into the Christmas season. And hopefully uh, that enables me to become triple the level of hype for these shows that we're talking about, which... I might not be that hyped about otherwise. But with you guys, <laughs> we will talk about it and have some fun. Uh, meanwhile, I am drinking a Red Bull because that is what the snowboarders and Alpine guys drink because I am preparing myself to go uh, uh, down, what's it called? Al- going Alpine tomorrow. Meanwhile, fun. I'm drinking water because <laughs> I shouldn't drink alcohol while I'm pain meds. Whoa, did you just call Capri Sun and Red Bull alcohol? What the hell? No, 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 no. But I would usually drink, rather drink a beer while recording. <laughs> true, true. That's, that's true. But yeah, we have some DDT and Dragon Gate to talk about. Uh, we are going to start with what happened first, and that was DDT. Uh, DDT started off December with two back-to-back nights in Shinjuku Face. Both having Dio matches, Dio Grand Prix 2023 matches, and one uh, night even having a KOD tag title match. So yeah, uh, night one on the 2nd of December, last Saturday, just uh, a little bit under a week ago now. The opening match was Yunakiyama, Yuki Ino, Yusuke Okada, and Rukia defeating Yuki Ueno, Toikujima, Takeshi Masada, and Kasumi Sumi when Okada pinned Sumi with a sudden death after 9 minutes and 57 seconds. I did not have time to watch this. Yannick, did you? Of course I did. Um, it's uh, an opener of a stream show with rookies in it. Like, what could go wrong? <laughs> um, yeah, there's not that much to, to say about it. Um, was this the one? No, 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 no. Um, yeah, Akiyama was probably in this because Koroku was injured. Yeah. Well, it's also Yuki, you know, but, you know. Yeah. It was quite fun. Uh, my, the first match I watched on this show was 
probably not uh, anything special, just like the first one. Uh, Chris, uh, the, fir- the B-blocked kicked the DO off on this night with Chris Brooks defeating Kanon, picking up his, his two first points with the Praying Mantis Bomb after 9 minutes and 27 seconds. Uh, yeah, nothing special here. <laughs> Kanon, still a weird experiment. have nothing to say about this match. Yeah, I, I think you, you guys said it all. So I will add on a little something about this show. They actually had, uh, you know, it was said that they had the politician that got in a lot of trouble for, like, trash-talking pro wrestling, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, she was, like, you know, talking about the media and politics, and she was like, uh, like, you know, over-the-top drama like pro wrestling, and a lot of pro wrestlers got pissed, and like the Bushi Road and all of that, and they actually had that politician at the show, because uh, she had to apologize for it, because she got into a lot of trouble. Yeah. Uh, and so she responded by going to DDT, was her answer to see what real grass... She was at this show? Yeah. I know that she was at the Best Body Japan show. Yeah, I, I was know that she was at that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was just about to say that. She Not only did she go to DDT, she went to the most sleaziest of indies. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> she went to Best Body Japan also. <laughs> Going to these shows will only make her hate wrestling more. Yeah. No, no, no it's... Uh, Best Body Japan had, had an actress girls uh, representation match, so... I guess Ayano's still injured, but she got to see at least a picture of Ayano, so it yeah, can't be yeah. that bad. <laughs> Yannick, the Best Body Japan show also had a 16-minute 16-minute 16 uh, gorgeous Matsuno and Tetsuo Endo tag. Yeah, but that's expected when you go to Best Body <laughs> Japan. That's what sure. they always have. And just like, but she doesn't know that she hates wrestling, and now she hates it more. Look what Best Body in Japan and DDT have done to the politicians of this country. Oh, you don't know that. I think she said that she actually liked the DDT show. I don't know what she thought about the Best Body in Japan show. I, mean, I, I like presume it. she hated it. From from the Chris Brooks and Colin match on, I actually liked this show a lot. So yeah, that that, that match wasn't anything. Yeah, that, that's why we're talking about that politician instead. Yeah, <laughs> we kicked off. Uh, we continued with the B block after that with Mao picking up his two first points, defeating Kazuki Rada with the hurricane kick after 10 minutes and six seconds. Full on Hirata comedy here. A lot of funny, funny spots for me. I had a lot of fun with this. Was it Street Fighter that they were? Like you, you are the fighting game expert here, Dylan. I am not a fan of Street Fighter. We talked about this off the air. Uh, Street oh. Fighter winning over Mortal Kombat was a robbery in the Game Awards. Uh, I'm a 100% Mortal Kombat and Tekken super fan. Uh, yeah. Street Street Fighter has its fans. I know that, but I prefer the more grandeur of the other games. So if they ripped out Street Fighter, automatic zero stars for this match. <laughs> Uh, I don't, I don't really know what fighting game music they started playing, but they definitely started playing some fighting game music, um, and then they started doing like round-based uh, uh, chops with the Hirata chop to the backhead, um, which I don't remember the name of. But I thought this was just so funny. If 
really fun match. I was thoroughly entertained. It, the crowd was very, very into this, and I had fun. I fully approve of this. This is amazing. Give me more of it. I hear myself double from you, Sandra. Oh. Now, n not anymore. Uh, still yeah. a bit. Okay. <laughs> Dylan, what did you think about the match? Except for if they rubbed off three. No, uh, no, honestly, it was fun. Like, uh, of course it was. We knew that, uh, you know, when it comes to DDT, Hirata is the one to go to. Uh, when it comes to comedy wrestling, like he is really the one carrying the flag, uh, pretty much uh, on that, and I I love them for it. At the end of the day, uh, you know, whenever you have a match, and again, Mao, I think he's done a lot to really prove himself as a kind of one of the heart and soul uh, members of DDT, and, and I appreciate him for that. Uh, and I, and I like what what he's done in the you know the tournament itself so far. Hirata's kind of an interesting point to go in his block in the tournament, right? Uh, like, because he's been so good in his lane, but his lane is so different than what they, they usually do. Like, any, um, you know, anybody. Like, anybody in the block, it's so different wrestling Hirata rather yeah. than, you know, anybody else. So you have to really bring your best into it. And that's why I, li I like watching his matches a lot, because it is different. And you get to see each person's, each uh, wrestler's respective personality shine through when they face Harada really well. So that's really yeah. cool. And we'll definitely talk about that uh, off on the next show uh, the day after. But yeah, uh, I, this match was just fun. They they finish they finish when Hirata wobbled around for like three seconds longer than they should have, just to make it more like <laughs> dramatic. Was just awesome. But yeah, then next we had a KOD tag team title defense. Roman Stone, Somutakao, and Shota defended against Akito and Pro Wrestling Freedom's uh, champion, uh, King of Freedom's champion, Toru Segura. Uh, if you don't know Toru Segura, he is a, a deathmatch wrestler for Freedom's, which is the best deathmatch promotion in Japan uh, of the two that are deathmatch specific um but yeah this was underwhelming for me uh but yeah Sh uh, shota wa uh, pinned akito with the Ga ganeshko clutch after 10 minutes and 46 seconds to score v2 for roman stone and i felt th this was underwhelming for me because i wanted to see more Toro Segura do more of his crazy stuff that I'm used to from Freedoms, but he wasn't going to be allowed to do that. <laughs> Indeed, it is. So it makes sense. What do you guys think about this? This was very much a fine match about what I expected it to be. Um, I was surprised that this was mid-card and not like second from the top or something. But, like, it's better for a tournament like this. Yeah. Um, it's the most Soma match ever. Nah, that's 
it's very fine. It's a, a competent match, but nothing to be excited about. Yeah. Romance down sucks. Like, no. they're such a boring team. I. The thing is, the romance done we have seen in DDT, I agree with you on. I think that the, the, the next KOD title uh, defense they have lined up, which is going to happen on the Gun Pro uh, year in Corican, I think has a lot of potential to be good. Yeah, and that's the thing. Soma, especially, is like so much better in Gun Pro, Pro for some reason than DDT. Yeah. Uh, you know. And that's always been that way. But yeah, like, they're just so boring. Like, otherwise. Like, hopefully... I mean, and the match they announced for it is a really cool match, too. Like, I'm, I'm very hyped for the match uh, yeah. at Gone Pro. Yeah, so, since we were talking about it, uh, Roman Stone are going to defend uh, their the KOD tag titles on Gone Pro's Bad Communication 2023 at, on the 27th of uh, December. The year-end Cork and Hall show for uh, Gunpro, uh, and they are going to defend it against Keisuke Ishii and Shigehiro Iria. Team Drift is implodes. Just awesome. <laughs> to, like the two best wrestlers that they can, that they could defend it against in Gunpro. Yeah, I feel like. I mean, even though Iria isn't like a regular Gunpro, but yeah, I just love that. Love that match so much. I lo- I love the match even before they made it into a tag title match. And then they made it into the tag title match and which meant like, oh yeah, hell yeah. We're we're gonna love this. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Team Dream Futures c- coming back here. We we gotta have some love for that. Uh I do wanna say one thing, Sandre. Uh I've done some research and now I, I realize why I didn't recognize the music. Uh, in the Hirata and Mao match. It is not a fighting game music, so I apologize to Street Fighter. Although I still am salty they won the fighting game award over Mortal Kombat. <laughs> but still, it was actually from a pachinko game ba- ba- based on Fist of the North Star, which is a, a wonderful oh, wow. show. Okay. 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 <laughs> yeah. Which That's is a awful. wonderful show, but obviously we don't have pachinko here. That's hey. very Japanese. <laughs> that is the se- that is the second Fist of the North Star reference in wrestling this year. Who cares about Fist of the North Star? I just watch Hideki Okatani win in the Real World Tag League, pitting Ryan Davidson. I l- I love that. <laughs> yeah, that has literally nothing to do with anything. Yeah. I'd say it's better than Pachinko, though. Have you ever? Did you ever play Pachinko when you went to Japan? No. Then how can you say that then? We because have... because it's gambling. Fuck gambling. You're gonna oh, become a that's gambling. That's a addict. very good point. Uh, but yeah, I wanted to also say uh, um, it is actually interesting because uh, Ishii, uh, Keisuke Ishii, and Shigeru Iria actually held the titles back in the back in 20, 2011, the KOD tag titles. Yeah. So we could have two team. time champs there. Yeah. I think I would love if Keisuke Ishii wanted the came back to DDT uh, as a champ as a KOD tag champ. That would be awesome. But yeah. 
Then uh, the deal continued in the next match. A block. Kazutori uh, Gucci picked up his first two points, defeating Daisuke Sasaki with a brain claw after 30 minutes and 55, uh, 55 seconds. Man, Higuchi brings things out of people. Higuchi, like, woke up the Sasaki that actually cares, and Sasaki did... I felt like Sasaki did the best here that he has done in months. Like, this was the best Sasaki since the Endless Brawler match at Recipe Fan for me. I I felt his energy was uh, was on on point. I felt it was the crowd balling worked. Everything here worked for me. Like he bumped a lot, uh, uh, great, and there was no like extended heat segment where I almost fell asleep. It's this funny was great. You say that because I was I was thinking like best he's been in months. Well, this, the uh, the Desperado, which oh wait, that was July. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Dylan, Daisuke Sasaki, hater number one. What do you yeah, think about I, this? I didn't think this was that great, to be honest <laughs> with you. Uh, you know, it was probably better than most Sasaki matches, but you still had the MJ Paul stuff uh, in there. The crowd brawling didn't appeal to me that much. The finish was really well done. I will have to give them credit for that. Uh, when he was uh, getting out of the crossface, and the, you know they played around yeah. with the, the, the claw at the end, I thought that was really well done. Uh, but the match itself, it wasn't anything, no great shakes in my opinion. Like I said, maybe better than the most Sasaki matches. I'm not gonna say it was bad, but I definitely didn't think it was like, oh, you know, this really impressed me. I thought it was like, oh, this is like completely maybe mediocre instead of just terrible, like he usually is. I like this so much more than the Endo match at uh, Ultimate Party. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I, yeah, that, that I'm, I'm with Dylan. Yeah? Just better than the normal, but... Um, I, I've seen it twice, because truthfully I forgot most about this show. It's a very fine show, and I watched it when it happened. And we're like a week away now. Um, so when I had the time, I watched this again, but still, like, it's, apart from, like, the double submission, um, there's not that much memorable stuff in this. Ah, oh, the pounds, though. The pounds into the chairs. Oh, I love it. Whatever. Uh, like, I will, I wanted to at least praise Suzuki a bit here. Uh, for at least caring in this match, because God knows the day after he did not care. <laughs> um, so I just wanted to throw some some appreciation to him uh, right now. But yeah, I I, I like that. Uh, then we w- moved over to another match that I really liked. I actually liked all of the last matches on this show. Um, the big match that had been built up for what feels like months of the two big men in the Dio. Well, Higuchi is also, but yeah, the two big men in B-Block, uh, Yuki Naya and Rei Saito. And it was a win for Yuki Naya uh, over Rei Saito after 50 minutes and 10 seconds with the world's best backdrop. And this was just a hoss fight. It started, uh, for me, it started a bit slow, but 
man, they picked it up in the end. And I felt like this was one of the best Naya uh, showings, like, along. Yeah. <laughs> this was the best Naya match that I can remember. Like, I totally agree. Like, I think this is yeah. easily one of, if not his best matches. Uh, I thought it was r really well done. And I liked that they had... Listen, Ray Saito. This guy... I, we really were skeptical. I think it, everybody was skeptical on just... Nothing against him personally. Just why bring the tag champion in for the singles tournament? Oh, weird. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's nothing against him. It's just weird. But he's good. Like, he, like in, in DDT, he's done good things. He's a great fit because... He's a good guy to have with his size. You could have a he's match like so this. So comical. Naya. Yeah, and he and he's a, a, look at him. <laughs> look at him. Like this is a DDT guy. Like yeah, in it's his heart. great from the nineties. Yeah, and the eighties oh, so even. The eighties. Yeah, I, yeah, probably. I loved, I loved the single arm Larity did in this match where he slapped Nia first. Like, yeah, he caught him right. with the chokeslam-like position, and then he slapped him and did a single-arm lariat. And I was like, that popped me so huge. And um, Naya's finisher, which is like the, the uh, side suplex, Saito suplex-ish, um, yeah. it works, obviously works great on smaller opponents, but the way he does it, it's he just picks um, with the with bigger opponents, like obviously Ray is. He just picks him up and falls backwards, and it works really well too. Yeah, yeah, it's like a tree. Like he's chopping a tree down. That slow, like slowish fall down. That it works better with the big guys rather than the, the smaller ones. I totally agree. And he got to kick out of the pile driver here too. Uh, so yeah. I really like went in with Naya in this match. Like it was really this is a good piece of business here. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't sure. say I wouldn't say it's like one of Naya's best matches. Um, I I do like the Higuchi matches, for example. I do like better. Yeah, but yeah, the I have a match was probably better actually. Now that you mentioned it, I I agree with that. But I mean, it's, there it's are a, like he he mostly has boring matches, so there's not a lot to pick from. I have a soft spot for both both these men and. Yeah, it showed. It was really fun. Speaking of soft spots... They're so goofy. I just... Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> Speaking of soft spots... Um, it's me, Endo. <laughs> no, for me, in, in DDT, like, I will always... When he puts it on like he did in this match for me, I will always love his matches. And this was my match of the night. The main event... Because Harashima was back in the deal, truly here. Harashima defeated Tetsuo Endo with his uh, Surobe Otoshi after 17 minutes and 13 seconds. And man, I have missed, missed Harashima doing these kind of main event matches. God damn, I love this. It was so fun. I, I loved him just treating at uh, Endo like shit. <laughs> him beating him up, Endo trying to call, co come back, and Harashima having answers for him at every point. I love this match. <laughs> Not like, this is 
but mostly and maybe only because of Hiroshima. <laughs> but yes, uh, I thought this was uh, very, very good. A very good main event for me. I'm sure I'm alone on this because I have a soft spot for Hiroshima and I, I admit that. Dylan? What did you think, Yannick? I want to hear yeah. your thoughts first. Let's hear Yannick's eh, first. It happened. It was, a, it was a good match. I didn't really care for it. It just didn't grab me. But it's like the whole See, show. that's me during most of Endo's match. <laughs> Not this match for some reason. I like the match Endo's match on the next show more. Not saying it's better. I just let's say it, I liked it more. Well, yeah. I gotta say, Sandra, you're not the only one with a soft spot for Hiroshima. I'm, I'm a big fan of his as well. He's one of my favorite guys. A lot, a lot of these guys on the roster, to be honest with you, I'm more or less agnostic to. Where it's like I feel neither positive nor negative feelings on most of the DDT roster, in all honesty. Uh, but him, I actually think, is legit good. Uh, yeah. I would say. Um, and so I always enjoy when he's on and doing good stuff. This was not. This was not a bad match at all. It was a good match, a worthy main event. Uh, I thought the semi-main event might be a little, had a little bit more uh, hype to it, only because yeah. Endo is like literally just a log in the ring to me. Like, you know, you like, like you remember in Naruto when you do the the jutsu to dodge stuff and you leave yeah. a log behind. That's what Endo is. Like, <laughs> a good wrestler jutsued his way out of the match, and we got Endo in it. And if we had somebody good, this would have been a great match, because I thought Hiroshima did a really good job, and uh, made the match much better than it was. Um, but Endo, he did fine. Like, again, there was it's not like his execution was bad or anything like that. He just was like, you know, replacement level high-flyer wrestler here, and Hiroshima was really good. So the match was good, it was a worthy main event, uh, but I could see why Yannick might have liked the other match a little bit better, because it had... It had more, you know, energy. I mean, I it had more identity to it. Yeah. The, the, the only thing about this match that I... The, like, the reason why I liked this match a lot was because I hadn't, I hadn't seen Hiroshima do singles matches in the main events in a long time. And I had missed it. That is the if only you want, thing... If you want to see, see more Hiroshima main events, watch Gato move. <laughs> but yeah, but it, like... That's like why I love this match. It's because <laughs> I was reminded how much I love Hiroshima. And it was it, it was a good match. Like to me, yeah. I thought I thought you know, I thought it was a good match, honestly. I don't think you're like, oh, this is this crazy <laughs> thing like you're saying. Like it was a it was a worthy main yeah. event, like I said, you know. Uh and I, yeah. I'm so looking forward to to the rest of this tournament because as I as I said. I have missed him <laughs> because he he spends the entire year just doing the random uh, tags, maybe getting a tag title shot with with someone like we are so earlier with him and Nakamura challenging, which was really cool, really awesome. But mostly Hiroshima stays in the background these days in DDT, and that's a cha- shame because when you see him here and you see how how he like. How much just how much more aura he had than Endo? How much more like personality and intensity he had than Endo, the guy that they, they are trying to push again for the, like the fifth time? 
Yeah, awesome shit. I'm so glad he's back in the deal. I still think the politician hated wrestling after the show. <laughs> I mean, the the best body Japan show was later. So she definitely hated it after that show. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that was night one in Shinjuku Face. Then we had night two the day after. Um, started off, uh, started off with Kanon and Demos defeating Mikami and Kasumisumi when Demos pinned Sumi with the Balekuesa after 10, 10 minutes and 36 seconds. Uh, Yannick, did you watch this? No, I haven't seen this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then, uh, match number two, Harashima, Akito, Tokujima, and Takeshi Masara defeated Yunakeyama, Makutoishi, Yusuke Kara, and Rukia. When Masada pinned Rukia with Masada Power Kubu Mukimu Muki after eight minutes and fifty-eight seconds, uh, I didn't watch this either. <laughs> I did. It was fun. Yeah. Come was... on, you watched this. You didn't have time for Mikami and Davis. Um... <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think about I, time. I don't think I want Canada? to watch. I don't think I want to watch Demos matches after the his, what he what he showed in Corrigan and for Dragon Gate. But yeah, what about Mikami? <sighs> yeah, Mikami. Mikami. <laughs> True. No. <laughs> but yeah, the B block uh, kicked off with Yukinaya versus Kasuke Rada. Uh, Yukinaya picked up the win. Moving up to six points, now leading the block, actually. Uh, the, the B block with the world's best backdrop after 11 minutes and 39 seconds. Here we got to see uh, Naya flex his like, comedy muscles uh, with Hirata. And that brings us back to what you said earlier. like Hirata brings it out of people. Like He, he brings... The fun out of them and stuff like that. I love yeah. this so much. Yeah. This, this, I think this is the funnier match than the the Mao match. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Well, like Mao's always kind of crazy, and Naya is like one of the most boring wrestlers alive. So to see him actually be charismatic, obviously that's going to stand out a lot more. Because this was this was awesome. Like he was having so much fun doing this. Yeah, I like great I finish. Love, great I love, finish. I love how you went from praising his match with Saito the day before to saying like, "Oh, he's the worst boringest wrestler." He was literally saying the match was good despite of Naya. Come on, Sandra. <laughs> No, he did. Uh, hey, he did good in that Saito match, and he did good in this match as well. Yeah. But for like most of his career, it's not like he's the, the charisma, you know, yeah. the explosion in the ring. Come like, on now. This is a good. This was a good weekend for Naya. Yeah, I and I think like you know a lot of these guys I had some doubts about like him and and Ueno, I think have impressed me so far during this tournament. I think he he deserves his credit. I I haven't been a fan of his recently or not recently just his whole career pretty much, but I will give him credit when he's done good, which he did in both matches. True, true. And yeah, that, I thought this was really fun. Um it was 
It was fun, fun to see uh, Naya do the dance and try to chase uh, around Hirata and stuff. And Hirata, yeah, I want zero... to... yeah, I want to to point out um, when when they were dancing like after the knees, um, and Hirata tried to to roll them up. Yeah. Um, the deadlift brain buster like just muscling him around that looks so lethal yeah. there was so much oomph in this and that move that's what i want to see more of yeah for sure uh hirata uh should be noted at zero points right of now. course <laughs> i actually think he might not pick up a single win <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's not surprising to me. What about the title, though? Can't they protect their own champions? <laughs> it's Hirata. <laughs> like... yeah, well, yes, and then, like Yannick <laughs> said, I think I, I agree with him. I expected him to lose all of his matches. But yeah. It's fun, though. I, I love these matches. But yes, then the next... Uh, was this a Pheromones lore match? Maybe. Tetsuo Endo versus Yuki Ino. Uh, we got to see much more of Yuki Ino here than we got to see in his uh, return match versus Arashima. Uh 13 minutes and 36 seconds, uh, and Tetsu Endo picked up the win with the Burning Star Press. Uh, so, Dylan, have your opinion changed on Yuki Ino since uh, after this match? Well, no, but I mean, it was. Uh, I'm not going to change my overall thoughts to someone after any one match, to be honest. <laughs> and here, like, here's the thing about him. Basically, his match quality in this was I'm just going to run into Indo and everything over and over and over again, which was both, I wouldn't say a good performance or make me think he's good, but it was also amusing and kind of fun to watch. So I, I will give him credit for that. Yeah, it was kind of fun. I'm yeah. just so disappointed that he just cannot go without a gimmick. Like last week we said it was just like lacking a direction. And now I'm pretty sure the direction is just more or less brain dead zoom, um, rugby player again. Yeah. It was yeah. kind of amusing for what it was, um, which is not a great wrestling match. <laughs> uh, I thought it was pre uh, pretty funny how they tried to make like make us think that he had run over a, a actual fan with having a rookie no, it fan. was just a rookie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was so funny. <laughs> like. Uh... Endo, that, Endo playing to care. <laughs> pretending that, to. that rookie, he laid that there in the corner behind those uh, 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 like uh, chairs, like the entire match. <laughs> like he yeah. he stole that for the rest of the match. It was Okada, yeah. right? I don't know, but I thought I saw a new rookie sometime. Uh, Ringside. I feel like he ran into Okada at some point in this match. Yeah, that's totally possible. Is that Okada? 
Uh, I'm trying to look uh, at it right now, and no, well, he I... did. He he did the same spots over and over. Like I said, it it wasn't like he just did it once. But yeah, maybe you guys are right. No, let's but pretend it... it wasn't because I want to protect keep Okada's <laughs> sanctity safe. True, it was it was at least fun. Uh, I had a lot of fun with that, and um, I I didn't with the next one. Uh, even though. This was nowhere near the worst match of the year, like I saw some people call it. Oh, that was so such a shit take. <laughs> yeah, because like I have seen way worse matches. Like this wasn't good. Like I, I'm not saying that this was a good time, li- uh, thirty minute time limit draw between uh, Ueno and Daisuke Sasaki, but it wasn't the worst match of the year. Uh, so Yuki Ueno versus Daisuke Sasaki ended in a time limit draw. 30 minute time limit draw. I don't understand why they insist on having Sasaki go 30 minutes. <laughs> and I don't understand why they insist on having these two keep doing these epics because they don't have chemistry at all. Every time they face, they like or don't work at all. <laughs> They did this last year. Like, he had a 30-minute draw in last year's tournament, yeah. too, against Indo. Yeah, that yeah. one last year was way worse, though. That was way worse. This was that. not good, but that one last year was a crime. Yeah. Yeah, the, the last year's one was worse, for sure. But, I mean, this was an awful match. <laughs> to, to be yeah. Like, I, I can't... I don't know what the worst match of the year is. I'll I'll get to thinking about it. But I can I... see, but with recency bias watching this, I may just hate wrestling again. Thank God that politician wasn't at this show. Or Dylan. else we, we'd all hate wrestling. Dylan, do you yeah. remember the first All Japan show of the year? <laughs> the Nostawa Rongai tag. <laughs> okay, that was worse. Yeah, I, 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 and the explosion matches they had with Onita. Yeah, like that stuff was worse. Uh, okay, I, you're right. You're, you're right. <laughs> But the yeah, sexy uh, body competition in Best Body Japan. Uh, 1.4 million, isn't it? Yeah. Yes! <laughs> but, uh, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this... I, I don't want to run through this match because I've... They don't... I've, I would cry if they if uh, Sasaki challenged for the KOD while Ueno held it. That would be like a nail in the in that like rain. <laughs> like, come on, no, no, no. They don't have the chemistry. Oh, but what about MJ Paul? I'm sorry, Amy. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> but yes, uh, I didn't. Uh, yeah. No, enough about this match. Let's talk about a real DDT match. An impromptu Universal title match as well as a DO Grand Prix B block match. Mao defending the Universal title versus Chris Brooks and he uh, retains V2 for Mao after and he also gets two points and goes up to four. After a countout after 21 minutes and 34 seconds. And man, they just did. This was dramatic dream team. I love this so much. (laughs) Uh, So, 
important. The fin- like they did a lot of like classic DDT things here uh, in Shinjuku. Like the that really worked. They brought out the boxes, all that stuff. But the finish stretch was just so amazing. And when uh, like when they were standing on the tables in Shinjuku face, the bar tables that are like a couple of meters away from the ring, a couple of rows away from the ring. And Mao Tate... It's not that far. It really is not that far. I was that there. was the no, problem with, with that whole thing for me. Don't no-sell Mao's leap. Come on. That was cool. That, that the, was... the thing is, it makes sense. It makes sense because Chris had to hop all the way around because there's a drop in between. He can't take the short way. He needs to go around. Yeah. Um, but it's it's uh, uh, the leap itself is not that impressive. I thought the the finish was great. Yeah. <laughs> and I this match um I shouted it out when we previewed it, this because they always have uh, have these matches against each other in the DO. They're always great. And I think this is the third straight year when it when it ended in a count out. I wouldn't be able to jump three meters. I would. That's cool for you. (laughs) Yes. Hey, listen. Cool flex, bro. Wow. I I, I could too, though. So so, I I would. Um, uh, Yeah, but I'm short. Mao is short. Mao is not that short. How tall is Mao? Whatever. This was I, I I was very impressed by this jump because I would never be able to do this. Yeah, he's and five I ten. He's wanted... the same height as us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, uh, everything right. else. You tried. But bro, um... this was just this awesome <laughs> finish, and you guys are no selling it, bro. No, we're not no selling. We're, no, we're making fun just, of you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come on. It was. Uh... Yeah. But didn't we know, like, like you said, Yannick, didn't we all know that this was going to be the most DDT-brained match? Of course! Of, of course! Yeah, exactly. I, like, I'm not surprised by it. Yeah. Um, I, so when he, the, the other uh, countouts, like two years um, ago, uh, Chris plunged uh, plunged Mao headfirst into a barrel or something where he didn't come out uh, for like 15 seconds. Um, and last year it was the the plank over the guardrail. Yeah. I'm sure that's a spot all of you remember. Um, if you're male, you yeah. feel it. Yes. How just awesome was the when so, the Sonic Amina carried uh, Maui in on the table? <laughs> like, yeah, that was Chris, very good. Chris and uh, Schadenfreude uh, took, uh, taped Mao to a table while standing, and then Chris ran into the ring. And then uh, Shunma and Koji, uh, Toy Kojima <laughs> picked up the table and carried him back in at the 19th spot, and that was just so awesome. <laughs> but yeah, there's so many um, just amazing spots yeah. here that and so only can happen in this company. 
Yeah, Shunma had a little run-in too um, at this point. Happy birthday, Shunma. It's the ninth already in Japan, so happy birthday. Very happy to see you back. I also want to shout out um, the the moment, dollar moment with the tape, um, the the finish, where like Chris Chris's reaction to getting his feet taped together with Mao's head between his legs, and then ju- just to um, just to pile drive him anyway. I thought it was very good. No, the the whole match was just like you said. Uh, like you said, Sandre, this could only happen in DDT, and if it did happen anywhere else, I would totally reject it as stupid. But because it's here, I couldn't help but, ha- you know, it worked. You know, it was exactly what the fans wanted. I knew you guys were gonna love it, and <laughs> the finish was was. Was good again for whatever we're gonna say. Like I said, maybe the jump wasn't as great as uh, I didn't think as much as you did, but still, it was a really it, well done finish at the really end. Cool. Uh, and it was fun and it was cool. I will give them the props, Andre. So <laughs> rest easy now. Uh, the, but it was good. The the when they he was when Mao was on the tray on the bar table and was dragged along it like cowboy bar fight style. Into the the box from Chris, yeah, the amazing match. You everyone has to go watch it. And this is DDT at its finest, and uh, one of the biggest highlights of the tournament so far, for sure. And yeah, that is the tournament as it stands right now. Uh, we are now three nights in. Uh, we have. A couple of lights more, uh, but first I want to run through the the standings. Uh, right now on A block, Yuki Ueno is leading with three points, Harashima at two points, Tetsu Eno at two points, Yuki Eno at two points, Kasusara Iguchi at two points, and Daisuke Sasaki at one point. Uh, then on B block, Yuki Onaya is leading with six points, no loss for Yuki Onaya yet. Mao is uh, leading with uh, at second on four points. Uh, Ray Saito, Chris Brooks, and Kanon all two points, and Kazuki Hirata at zero. I'm so happy DDT fans can read the round robin tournament table. Yeah, not every not every company can do that. Companies fans. Yes. I'm sorry, I had to. <laughs> Yeah, how are you feeling about these uh, standings? Um, Any surprise here? It's mid-tournament. It doesn't really matter that much now. So A lot can change, you know, at the end of the day. Uh, the only one eliminated is Harada, I guess. Now, he can't win anymore, even if he wins out. Even if he goes on a miracle run. What a shame. <laughs> Truly. What a shame. Uh, then we have... Tomorrow we have a new show in Osaka. We previewed the whole show last week, but I'll just shout out the tournament matches again. Uh, Yuki Ueno versus Tetsu Endo in A-Block, and Kasusara Iguchi versus Harashima in the A-Block. That will be awesome. 
Uh, and then in the B block, Yuki Naya versus Kanon and Kazuki Hirata versus Rei Saito. Again, one of my most anticipated matches of the tournament. Um, uh, I know you looked it up. Is it live? No. The, I, this uh, show in Osaka is going to be. Damn eight. it. So it's not going to be live on Wrestle, uh, Wrestle Universe, sadly. Uh, then they have a show, uh, two shows next weekend. Uh, one in Fukuoka and one in Kumamoto. Uh, in Fukuoka, it's five tournament matches on the show. Uh, Yuki Ueno versus Hiroshima, Tetsu Endo versus Daisuke Sasaki, Kazutara Higuchi versus Yuki Ino, Chris Brooks versus Kazuki Rada, and Kanon versus Rei Saito on the 16th in Fukuoka. And then on the 17th, it's, it's two matches Daisuke Sasaki versus Yuki Ino and Mao versus Kanon. And then the last night of block play will be on Christmas Eve, the 24th, in Corken Hall. Uh, Yuki Eno uh, versus Yuki Ino in the A block. Tetsu Endo versus Kasasara Iguchi in the A block. Daisuke Sasaki versus Arashima in the A block. And Chris Brooks versus Rei Saito in the B block. And Mao versus Yuki Unaya in the B block, which probably is the final of the B block right there. Uh, I think that is the last night of block play. Uh, so we uh, at uh, at the end of Christmas Eve, we will know uh, the new the final of the tournament, which happens on the third of January, twenty twenty four. So yeah, I am uh, I'm really looking forward to the rest of the tournament. I think they have started a starter off pretty good with these three first nights. Yeah. There, there was something on on every show. Um, for me, the the first show definitely was was the best one. Um, but there's just something right about DDT and in Shinjuku phase. Uh, yeah. yeah, in Shinjuku phase. So. It doesn't hurt to watch, except for Sasaki or Sueno. Don't watch that. <laughs> yeah, great advice. Uh, also, some DDT uh, news is that um, at the in January uh, of 2024, Brian Keith of um, uh, well, uh, American Indies, West Coast Pro, he's a regular in uh, DPW. He's a regular in. Uh, P- PWG when they run, uh, he has been announced to come over for Jan in January for DDT, and he has two announced matches so far. Match one is a build up to the the big match. Uh, it happens on the twentieth of January. It's Mao Shunma Katsumata and Toyo Kojima versus uh, Roman Stone Shota and Sumotakao and Brian Keith. And that is basically a preview match for the day after uh, where Mao defends the Universal title versus Brian Keith after losing to Brian Keith in West Coast Pro earlier this year in 2023. That's fucking rocks. Yeah. I I love this. Brian Keith coming over, I've been asking for it for a long time. 
because I feel like he he would be be really good in any pure company he would go to, and I'm really happy that he's coming over for DDT next year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You said a title match with uh, with Mao on the twenty first. Twenty first. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Something to look forward to. For sure. Another thing that to look forward to is on the 28th of January, DDT Sweet Dreams in Tokyo Korkin Hall. First announced match, Kanosuke Takeshita versus Naruki Doi. Let's go. No, yeah. no one hype for Takeshita versus Doi? <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> Like this sounds bleak, but these are two freelancers. <laughs> True. I mean, anytime Takeshita's in the ring, it'll be a great match. And, and you know, I'll, I'll give it up to Doi. He had a really good match with uh, Dan Tamara at the finals of the Junior Battle of Glory in All Japan. Uh, he did some really good work there. It doesn't. There's nothing. I can see why Yannick wasn't that enthused by it because there's. Like, it doesn't matter, like, you know, or anything like that. Like, ultimately, in the grand scheme of things, it's just a, a match to have. But it's cool. Like, Takeshita's there, so it'll be good. Yeah. That That's basically what I feel about it, also. I, I know Takeshita asked for, this ma- uh, asked for this match. I guess this is another dream, dream match of his, which is cool. That, that means that he watched good wrestling when he... <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> He didn't only watch Chris Jericho matches, I guess. <laughs> but yeah. Should we move over to the Dragon Gate now? Sure. Dragon Gate uh, had their big uh, Cork and Hall show in uh, on the 5th, earlier this week, in uh, uh, on Tuesday. Fantastic Gate 2023 in Cork and Hall. Reported attendance... 1,399. It was live on the Dragon Gate Network with English commentary. And I thought this was a pretty good Corrigan. Um, started off uh, started off the night with Yamadoi, Yamato and Naruki Doi versus Madoka, Kikura and Ryo, Ryo Tanaka of D-Courage. Uh, 9 minutes and 40, 41 seconds. Gal- uh, Galeria gets the win for Yamato over Tanaka. This was just such a fun opener. Yeah. Let me just say one thing about the attendance. It's very fun, funny announcing 1,400 people with gaps in the front row. Um, <laughs> Yuya Tanaka. What a rookie run. Yeah. Like, by now you have to at least mention him in the in the Rookie of the Year um, discussion. Like, he he's not winning that. That's clear, but... Yeah. Hey, early, early front runner for 2024, though. Like, he will be in contention next year. Sure. If he stays healthy, if he, if he yeah. still does this work. Um, but, like, the, the trajectory is great. Yeah. Such an improvement. And, man... Every match he is in, ever since he joined D-Courage, is such a highlight. 
And this was no, this was no expe- exception. Uh, I really enjoyed this opener. I thought it was a great way to start off Corrigan. And uh, then we moved over to a six-man tag. Uh, Genki uh, Oguchi, Problem Dragon, Punch Tominaga defeated uh, Kenshiro Arai, Hoho Lun, and Daisuke Sasaki. Uh, Daiki Yanaguchi. <laughs> uh, just ignore you, what I, I think, almost said there. I choose to believe <laughs> that you just changed his career. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Daiki and Punch kind of went wild in the finishing stretch of this match. Uh, but uh, Punch won with a flying cross arm breaker after 5 minutes and 30 seconds. Uh, normal, uh, every, everyone... Uh, Get everyone on the card, six-man tag. With some added heat between Daiki and Punch in the ending here. I think I watched this um, because it has Daiki in it. I shouldn't have. <laughs> uh, when How are... dare you insult the legacy of Problem Dragon, Mondai, Ryu on this show? Um... <laughs> I dare so frequently, what can I say? It seems like every match, you know, people are just saying he's not any good. When is Punch Tominaga and uh, Yamato and Dragon Kid going to defend the Triangle Gate again? No, 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 no. Chase said, said it perfectly. They're not... Like, when is Punch defending again? The True. others are True. just there to to make up the <laughs> match. True. Yeah, I mean, the big star has to be the one we, we talk about. The other guys are just, you know, lackeys. But yeah. Uh, then, next match, uh, Shuji Kondo and Kagetora lost to Kota Minora and Benkei of Gold Class after 8 minutes and 57 seconds when Kota pinned Kagetora after a jumping after a jumbo jumping knee. I thought this was pretty fun. I thought uh, Kota and Kagetora had a great finishing stretch, and uh, Kagetora was, for some reason, very fired up in this match. Yeah. (laughs) I would have skipped it if Amy didn't tell me that Kagetora was good here. Yeah. (laughs) But it was good. It was good. Yeah, shout out Amy. Shout out Amy for real. She she got to see my reactions when I watched this on uh, this show on delay, uh, with me reacting to stuff in the, in in our chat. And yeah, it, that was fun. Uh, speaking of pop of the night, M3K's music was allowed to be played when M3K made their entrance. Masaki Mochizuki, Susumu Mochizuki, uh, Sushi Kanda. Defeated Big Watch Shimizu, Jason Lee, and UT of Natural Vibes after 7 minutes and 48 seconds uh, when Mochizuki pinned UT with the twister. I think we can award Mochizuki for the shortest uh, US uh, excursion yet. Uh, he left uh, last Thursday on the, fir- on the 30th and he came back on... Monday morning on the f- uh, on the fourth. Now, are you not going to mention why the music played? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, true, true, true. <laughs> true. Uh, yeah, they they got the rights to uh, they got the rights to the to the MGK team 
for one night only to this show because the lead singer, lead singer of the band that made the theme passed away the day off, and they, so they bought the rights just for today for that day. So just this Corkin, you could listen to the M3K theme without being muted. Which was cool. But yeah, this was I, I thought this was a very fun sprint of a six-man tag. Uh, I sadly haven't gotten to watch uh, Mojizuki's uh, matches in the States. But I heard uh, him and Brian Keith was very good. Yeah, um, uh, I, that was on the West Coast Pro Show. Uh, I watched the whole show. And, uh, the only thing about that match is that it was like early on the show, um, but they they had a really good match. You know, like I said, uh, you know, no, no wasted time or anything like that. It wasn't like an epic, but uh, they worked well together. Mochizuki got a, a great, you know, respect on the show. Yeah, it was really good. I liked this a lot. Yeah, the six man. Yeah, I I will watch the Brian Keith match just to pivot off that. Uh, because I really like him. And uh, did you watch the Speedball match though, Dylan? No, I didn't see the Revolver show. I only saw the West Coast yeah. show. Okay, but yeah, uh, th- yeah, this was a very re- very fun uh, six man tag though. Uh, Mo- <laughs> Mochizuki just wanted to get it done. It seemed like, uh, and that made for a very fun sprint. Uh, Yannick, I'm sure you really liked to see uh, the finishing stretch between you two and Mochi because that was awesome. Of course I did. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and then after the match, uh, Mochizuki uh, took to the mic and announced that his uh, 30th anniversary is next year, next January, and he will have a anniversary match on... Uh, on the first Cork and Hall of 2024 for Dragon Gate. And uh, immediately when he said that, Mochisuke Jr. ran into the ring and asked asked for it to be him. Uh, he wanted uh, to face his father on his 30th anniversary. Mochisuke kind of no-sold it and said like, hey, yeah, I mean, are you ready yet? And, and stuff like that. And then the GM Ria Saito said that not only are you going to have a 30th anniversary, Mochizuki, you will also, the whole show will be themed as the Masaki Mochizuki 30th anniversary show. And he said, and Saito also said that he has found an anniversary opponent, but he won't reveal who it is until the day of the show. So. My theory on this is that they won't reveal who it is because they are hoping that Motorcycle Jr. will be healthy by then. I mean, that's the one that makes the most sense. Why? Why wouldn't they do it otherwise? You would think. Yeah, because like he said, like. Uh, I won't reveal who it is now, but it is someone big, and so everyone make sure to buy your tickets. Reserve your tickets now. <laughs> and I I was like thinking, well, it, it, it can be someone big. Like, it, that, that can make sense. Like, they bring in someone from the outside to face Mochizuki. 
like Segura or some someone from Noah that he has history with or someone from whatever. Like they can br- always bring in a freelancer that is free on that day. But I also think that the story between Mochizuki Jr. and Mochi is something that they are want to do. Like I think they if Junior hadn't gotten hurt, that would have probably been a special singles on the undercard of uh, Final Gate. So, plus it makes like the the setup would make Mochizuki Junior look kind of bad if he's just healthy and and you know he's like, please, yeah. like this is a, such a special match, let's have it. And then he's like, sorry, kid, I got a real star to fight. Uh, yeah. I'm done this. <laughs> I I got a real star to fight. This guy I fought like multiple times. <laughs> yeah. Uh so we'll see. I I am I hope Motosuke Jr will be healthy by then uh because I I as always I miss him uh, every time he is not on the shows. And I really feel that he's not on the shows because I yeah. He has such a presence as a junior. Um even as a rookie, like, you know. Yannick, do you have any takes, takes on this? Um, not especially. Um, I just missed Junior. Yeah. Uh, and then the next match was the, be- the, the special singles match between Luis Monte and Kai. Uh, Luis Monte won over Kai after 4 minutes and 35 seconds with the Super Tiger. Uh, the match started out with Shun coming out to the uh, from the entranceway that Kai was supposed to come from to Kai's music. And Kai attacked Luis from behind. Luis looked so dumb uh, being distracted by that. But the uh, match was pretty fun, but filled with a bunch of Bratz interference and uh, Luis won and Bratz immediately started beating up Monte and uh, Yo, uh, Luis and Kyo. I mean, this was just a placeholder match for the segment that they were going to do after it. Uh, I which the, one? I get the sense you don't think it was a, a hoot. Yeah, what did you think about it? I forgot this match happened. <laughs> well, like I mean, said, the, the post-match yeah. angle was longer than the match. Yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah. That's what I was and also say, way guess. better. <laughs> and yeah, more memorable. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, the match, match itself was nothing uh, special. So, uh, the, <laughs> the angle was amazing. <laughs> um, so, Monte and Hyo got beaten up by by um, by Seabrats. And then Seabrats left, and Monte took to the took to the mic and said, "Come on, come on!" <laughs> like multiple times, "Come on!" And uh, Shun came back into the ring, and they immediately started arguing about who is the Ichiban of Dragon Gate. Like they immediately, oh, they just kept repeating, "I, I am Ichiban, I am Ichiban," over and over again. And man, then. Madoka Kikuro's theme hit. He finally had enough of people saying that that they were number one in the company where he is actually number one. I was so hyped when his uh, uh, music hit, and yeah, he came out and said like, "Hey, you can't, you guys can't argue about who is number one. I am number one." And for the next two minutes, uh, these three people 
just screamed I am Ichiban at each other over and over again. And it was so entertaining. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great promo. I was, um, as you said, the moment Kikuda came out, I was so relieved that because this isn't like a title build. This is just this is just uh, Monte and Shun beefing, but they find they said something that a champion shouldn't, you know, let slide, and he finally acted on it as he should have the last few months. Yeah, where he was more or less invisible as champion, um, especially as a young champion that has to prove himself. Now, what do you do? You think? Of this as a match, I I was gonna get to that. Um, so uh, the GM Rio Saito came out and said, "Enough of this. Uh, I have found the Open Dream Gate title match for Final Gate in Fukuoka. It's gonna be you three in a three-way for the title. Uh, this it's the second time ever the Open the Dream Gate title has been defended in a three-way. I botched and said the first time, but uh, as, uh, there was a three-way in uh, 2012. But th- this is huge news. Um, they they are putting the hottest storyline going right now in the, the like the, almost the only storyline going in Dragon Gate right now. They're putting that in with Kikura. And I think it really makes sense. It works for me. It's an interesting match. I can see it going either way. Like, the, the, yeah. Dylan, what do you think about this three-way? I think it's something different, at least. Uh, you know, I don't think anybody predicted uh, this is where they were going. I like the idea of putting them, uh, like you said, putting the the real storyline of the company in with the champion who, you know, he hasn't exactly, kind of like Yannick said, he's been basically an invisible champion for a while uh, now. So it kind of gives him something to sink his teeth into. I get back to really what made him, uh, like, you know, the, the deal with Shun earlier in the year. Uh, you could play off of that. You've got the Mate and Shun stuff. Uh, how they play it out in the match, I don't know. I can see it going either way, to be honest, where, like you said, uh, there's reasons for anything to happen. It could be done in a way where I really think it was a bad move, uh, depending on how it goes. Or it could turn into a really creative and cool thing at the end, and it's a good way. Kind of like what I said, I think the main goal of this is to kind of, you know, hopefully uh, have an angle where... We're looking forward to 2024 uh, with, you know, it gives us paths to go and directions to go. And I think this match will definitely give us that. I'll wait and see see before I determine whether it was good in the long run or not. Uh, but I, I want to see how that match happens and, and how they have the win. Because I do think that to make it a three-way match makes you think that, that they would want to change the, the title but not want to beat Kikuda clean is like the wrestling logic version, right? 
Yeah. But, but considering the feud has so much weight between Monte and Shun, that could also be a part of it, that they don't want to beat either of them in their feud, and they want to continue it and kind of transition the title without it being a clean finish. So they could go a lot of different ways. I'll wait and see if it was good or not at the end. But I like it on paper because it's something different, and it gives us opportunities at least. It sets up opportunities for things to be interesting going into the new year, which I think was desperately needed to set the table for next year. I think what this succeeded in is putting Kikuda in the biggest story, because as we said, he was invisible. Um, but they have yeah. a story that is way I mean, bigger, and they put him right inside there. Him and Shimizu was a huge story for, but mostly only because of Shimizu. Yes, uh, it's Shimizu, not him. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I I'd also say you'd rather want to pin him than any of the other two, but. The money matches this Ingles match between the other two. Yeah. So And this might just be a way to because if either of those two wins the title, the singles match is obviously next. Except for, you know, if Shun pins Monte or the other way around. Um But if any of like if Kikuta wins, you could easily run the singles matches next. And yeah. then you know have the the big singles match between Monty and and Shun on Kobe World. At least that that's my thoughts on it. Yeah, I <laughs> I kind of said like, I mean this there there's a chance here that Monty pins Kikura so they could save him triumphing over Shun for World. There's a chance that Shun pins Kikura and then uh, loses to Monte at World. There's a chance Kikura just retains and uh, and goes and loses it to someone else. And there's a chance of anything happening here, <laughs> which is very cool. I I like that. I don't see a clear winner here. I. Like I, I really want. Like we all wanted and thought Big Washimizu had a big chance at wi- beating Kikura. Okay. But in Early the end, predictions. It, it, that, that's gonna be hard. Yes, that's that's kind of the point. Yeah. Uh, I'd go with I go with Madoka retains here. I'll go with Shun pinning Kakuda. I think I am right right now still with Kikura, but I there's Kikura pinning uh, Lewis after some shenanigans is the thing I think is most likely right now. But we'll see after the next cork in the, on the 16th. Because that that that's it's after that show we will make our big predictions for that sh- for final gate. But yeah, uh, first match announced for final gate on December twenty fourth, Christmas Eve in Fukuoka Kukai Center. This final gate, as always, is the big gear and show for Dragon Gate. 
And um, last year, main evented by uh, Yuki Oshoka versus Ben K for the Dreamgate. And now, a three-way that we didn't see coming at all, which is really cool. Uh, and yeah, we'll talk about another match that got announced for Final Gate later, but we can move on uh, from this and go over to the two new people in Dragon Gate. Well, uh, new for this show, because I don't think Demos is going to stay around. Uh, but yeah, six-man tag, Casey, Jack Funky Kame, and Viento versus Shunskawaka, Yoshiki Kato, and Demos. Demos, we have talked about, uh, he did DDT, and he now did Dragon Gate also. He works kind of the healish style. Uh, Viento is a wrestler from that from Mexico that wrestles primarily in on the west coast of the United States. Uh, he is the Pro Wrestling Revolver Junior Champion or something like that. And uh, a lot of people, a lot of people said that he that he wasn't that good uh, before this match. Like yeah, they said like oh he's not good. Uh, he like he sh- he isn't worth it. I, I, I thought he did pretty well on this match. <laughs> I thought he was pretty pretty good. This, I mean, this was my my first time ever seeing him, so I can't really give any big opinion on it. But I thought he did well. Uh, Jackie Funky Kame won the match, uh, pinning Yoshiki Kato with the JFK after 10 minutes and 11 seconds. Uh, fun six man. What did you guys think of Viento? Okay, Dylan doesn't want to. <laughs> um, what? Yeah, I, I prompted you to go on. <laughs> oh, or well, to... it's, it's fine. I thought this was a totally fine match. Uh, neither of the new guys impressed me that much. But, uh, well, Davis, we've seen a bunch already. Uh, but he didn't impress me that much. Viento was okay. I, I didn't think he was had, bad had at all. Had you seen anything of him from before? No, Viento? I've never seen Viento before. Okay. He was okay. I, again, I, I don't have any strong opinions on him uh, either way. I thought yeah. it was all right. Uh, like a totally fine six-man match, like mid-card deal. Yeah, um, this was fun, but, you know, it's a six-man with two random outsiders. <laughs> um, yeah. It's, yeah, it's just nothing to really talk about. <laughs> But you you don't waste your time watching it. So, I uh, why I'm pointing out Viento is that I think he will stay around for a bit. I mean, his dates are announced. He okay. He's uh, he's there for not for like three weeks or something. Yeah. Funnily enough, he's not on KBS Social, but <laughs> but I think he's also working marvelous at the, uh, right now. So yeah, he, he he's on the next cork. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, he and he is working other places in uh, Japan right now, just like Demos, and uh, that's cool. Dragon Gate bringing in some freelancers from that come in, it's always cool. But then uh, the semifinal of the show. Tag, tag the match, Yuki Oshoka and Dragon Dial, the Twin Gate champions, D-Courage, defeated Dragon Kid and Eita, Master and Student. After 9 minutes and 1 second, 
Yuki Oshoka picks up the win with a frog splash over Eita. Man, D-Courage is just the best. <laughs> D-Courage has have been watching Mari and Naru tapes, to be noted. Because uh, they did the the bounce-up moonsault spot, uh, where Yuki launched uh, Daya in the air and Daya did the moonsault. And yeah, that was... Uh, that was my big takeaway from this was that they have been watching AWG. <laughs> but yeah, I thought this was a really fun tag. D Courage puts on the energy. Um and yeah. The big the big thing was of course after the match. What did you guys think about the match? Do you guys have any takes on it? Yeah, I thought this was definitely uh, a better match than we've seen throughout most of the show, to be honest with you. Um, like you said, I thought uh, Daya and Yoshioka have just such great chemistry uh, with them. Uh, Kid, when Kid was in there, I liked it a lot better. Ata <laughs> didn't do much to impress, in my opinion, but uh, it was good. Again, it was a, a nine-minute match, a good tag match, nothing too special, but still uh, one of the better matches on the show, I would say. Yeah, at this point, Ata is just a walking merch billboard rather than a wrestler. Um, <laughs> um, but the match was good. It's really fun. It's And I, I, this is for the whole show. When I looked at the card, this was a fine, a fine card. But as was the rest, it's just unexpectedly entertained me way more than I yeah than I expected <laughs> yeah I um maybe a little bit like with you and the DDT uh Shinjuku face shows yeah like, I mean I I'm always very high on the Dragon Gates Corrigans like they're they always just entertain me a lot uh so I definitely see the, that and I I agree but yeah after the match, uh, it should be noted, uh, Dragonai and Yuki Oshoka had asked for an outsider team uh, to face them at Final Gate. And Yuki Oshoka especially had asked for Kaito Kiyomiya uh, of, of Pro Wrestling Noah to come and, and challenge. Because he, him, and, uh, him and Kaito didn't get to face each other in uh, the N1 victory earlier this year. And he really wanted to face Katakumiya after after the like Noah Dragon Gate joint show last year. So he asked for Katakumiya, uh, and um, out uh, after the match, uh, Katakumiya's theme started playing, <laughs> and and out came came Alejandro, who is a Noah Junior and Jay. <laughs> Jay said on commentary. Oh, this is Alejandro's Alejandro from Pro Wrestling Noah's theme, even though it was Kaito Kiyomiya's theme, and that made me laugh so much. <laughs> it's no secret that Jay doesn't watch Noah, nor yeah. should he. Shout out to Amy who thought Alejandro was Spanish. <laughs> Noted W one alumni Alejandro. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this was I, I thought this was pretty funny because Alejandro said um, he wants to face uh, Dragon Daya, and he is also he is from Fukuoka, 
So he says that he will team up with Kaito Kiyomiya and face the courage on Christmas Eve at Final Gate in Alejandro's hometown of Fukuoka. And uh, D-Courage agreed. So, set for uh, Final Gate, D-Courage will make their first defense versus Kaito Kiyomiya and Alejandro of Pro Wrestling Noah. This will be Kaito's first ever match in Dragon Gate. No. Nope. Oh, Kaito. Yeah, Kaito. Kaito, yeah. Kaito, yeah. We, because we don't count the joint show that was on Wrestle Universe. No, uh, but um, I was just looking at Alejandro's cage match, and he had yeah, uh, he won a, a battle royale last year at Sambo. Yeah, he he did. Uh, but yeah, Kaito Kaito's first match in Dragon Gate. Uh, I that's awesome. I think this can be cool. Yeah, Alejandro's very good. <laughs> yeah. And, it's no secret that Kaito is awesome. Yeah. I think Kaito couldn't make it because he was doing a uh, New Japan Tag League show on, on this day. Oh, so he lost. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Dil- Dylan would know more than me. Dylan, are you watching the, the Tag League? I am. I've covered every show on, uh, on either the Patreon or the free show on, on the Eastern area. How is I, tru- I truly feel for you, <laughs> but you yes. kind of brought it on your, onto yourself. Yes, Trigger tried to convince me that he was, at first he was talking like, "Oh, this year has way more heart than previous tag leagues," and then when we did the show, he was like, "I haven't watched the last three shows." <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Good on uh, him. Yeah, he made the smart move <laughs> on there. Um, Kaito. Um, I mean, his team is awesome. Like him and Oiwa, they're one of the highlights uh, of the whole tournament. Their match with Ishii and Yano was one of the best uh, of the tournament. I mean, him and Ishii just had insane chemistry. Uh, and Ren and Shota as well, uh, pre-Ren House of Torture uh, turn, uh, that match was very good as well. So he had two of the best matches of the tournament. Um, and then got geeked out by Okada uh, like later on. After the of tournament. course. Yeah. Yeah, Okada was like... And, and like I said on Twitter, he would never have talked trash. He basically said his theme music sucked, uh, and he's and he was a loser. So I, he never would have talked trash on Kaito's original theme music, Explosion Soul, which is a great theme, theme song. Not like, this la- not like this lame music that uh, Alejandro came out to. Here. I, I agree with Okada. Uh, overall, Okada told the truth. Uh Alejandro is a really good wrestler too. Very underrated because he's in Noah. He's pushed like a piece of yeah. trash, which isn't true. Uh, he's actually a great wrestler. Uh, he's the brother of Kai Fujimura. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, they both re- wrestled in Wrestle One, uh, and yeah, he's a great, great wrestler. Yeah, can they both get? Please get the fuck out of there. And Kai is a good wrestler too. Like a little younger than Alejandro. Uh, it's funny because he's like a five-year pro, and they, there's he's still like a young guy, like a rookie. <laughs> yeah, he, he has rookie uh, status in the world. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and like all of the rookies in Dragon Gate are like above where he's at in, in Noah, pretty much. Uh, and, but Alejandro yeah. is a great wrestler. Keep an eyes peeled. Keep your eyes peeled in this match because this match is gonna rock. Uh, yeah. Kaito, we all know, is awesome. Alejandro is gonna impress some people. I'm very confident. And the, the Courage team, this has really been a great thing, putting them back together. And I'm, I'm really glad that they put the titles on them. I, I wanted it in, even before it happened, and the, now in hindsight, I'm really glad that they did it. 
I think the tag titles are in a way better place now than they were in the M3K stuff. I'm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know where. Uh, I mean, since Junior still is hurt, my original pa plan for MK wouldn't have worked either way. So I'm totally fine with Decourage now with the titles, like. Uh, and the match quality that they ha that they are setting up is going to be awesome. Uh, yeah, so. this is a better, a significantly better match than MK facing each other. Like, you know, I'm, I'm sorry to say, like this is a great match on paper, like the, easily the best on that. Yeah, level. but it's all it's also way more boring because it just doesn't matter because it's Noah. And that's the thing, like if you in the promotional Noah, stuff in no in yeah. the promotional stuff with uh, with Dragon Gate never matters. Except it's like Ryukyu Dragon Pro. <laughs> but yes, and we real. get the dawn of Okinawa. Yes, uh, the real interpromotional feud over Ryukyu um, Dragon Pro. Uh, but yeah, I want more right. Gorgon Mask in Dragon Gate. That's a good point. I miss him. I want to watch. <laughs> Isn't he yeah. retiring? Is he retiring? Oh no! <laughs> but I then I have so. to make my retrospective on him that I said I was gonna do when he retired. Fuck. Okay. See, now uh, it's your fault. Now I won't forget because I totally have forgotten you said it. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, then the main event. Open the Brave Gate title was back in Corkin. Finally, op the Open the Brave Gate gets defended in Corkin again. Uh, the last one was uh, when SPK versus Dragon Dyer uh, happened. Uh, happened. So yeah. He's making his uh oh, whatever defense against Yo. <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> the second. The second, which is technically his fifth because the Casey thing. But yeah, uh, yeah. Ethan defense against Yo. Uh, Ethan loses. He fails after twelve minutes. Uh, Yo uh, get is the new champion with the Samson driver. Um. Yeah, it's very hard to start caring during Kyo matches again, and especially when he still has the Seabrat's C on his ass. I I find it very hard to get behind him as a babyface, even though the crowd gets very behind him. I just can't get behind him. It's weird. They were like. They were behind him before, as a yeah. heel. Yeah, I know. It's just but this is just yeah. It's so weird to see him uh, still do heat segments, but as a babyface. It's <laughs> on a heel opponent. Yes, and then he has these like interesting comebacks that are fine, that pop the crowd. And pop, and pop me a bit, but like I can't get behind him and root for him. He's just not a guy I like. I would root for. Uh, so all of the first part of this match was pretty boring for me. The I felt when when Bratz when Seabrats started interfering, I actually started getting into it because then Luis Monte was there at least. <laughs> like Monte came in and helped. And he got me back into it. I was like, oh, okay. And yeah, 
then Hill won and got the title. Uh, congrats. Dylan, I'm sure your opinion will be will be positive about this, right? I honestly liked this match well enough. I'm not going to say it was a great match at all, but I thought Hio did better here than as a heel a little bit. And maybe it is, like you said, the fans have gotten behind him. Maybe it was just weird before, but I thought it was a decent match, and I'm not a big fan. I'm I'm still not a big fan of his. Like, I'm not going to sit here and try to sell you that this was this great match or anything like that, but I thought you had some good stuff here. Uh, you had some really smooth counter work, I thought, from him here, and I thought Ishin played his role well. Uh, I thought they did a decent job. Again, it was closer to a solid match than a great one, or even really a good one, but it was above my personal expectations, because when I saw this on paper, I thought, man, this match is going to suck. But I thought it was all right. Like I, I thought they did a good job. I liked this better than the match on the on the following night, honestly, which is a shocker to me. Uh, when you look at the names on paper, I thought this worked more than the second match did. I I don't really have the words for it. I just call it called it weird, and I'm still standing by that. I I don't know what the, what it is with this. Um, I thought the wrestling was pretty good in the like in the leather part. Yeah, I mean. I just find uh, it so hard to get into him. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm fully there with you. Yeah. And, and you guys know me, like me being into someone that is wrestling, that makes different the difference. Like I, I have to really like really like someone, uh, like to 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 like care care about them as a babyface. Like I can easily. I can easily watch a heel that I don't like be a heel. But a, a babyface, I kind of have to like a bit of. And I don't like anything he always doing, except that he is with Luis Monte. Um, he, he, I mean, I like jacket. He, he needs to get pants that fit the jacket. Um, but yeah. Hyo won the title uh, back, his second reign, um, and he has already made his first defense against Jackie Funky Kame the day after. Uh, Jackie challenged him uh, to have a, a match right the day after, and they had uh, had one. And as you said, Dylan, I like I I will have it on the same same uh, par as the each match from the day before. Uh, this was on the YouTube upload from Kazukabe, um, and you can find it on the Dragon Gate YouTube. And Kyo retained. Uh, ja- I feel so bad for Jackie. I wish, I so wish that he would have the title instead. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's the the difference. I think the other one I had really negative expectations for, and then I came into this thinking, okay, Kyo did a pretty decent job. Uh, one one match into this title reign, I, I'm with it. Let's see. Now Jackie, one of the best wrestlers on the roster, let's see if this this could go to a new level and really be a great match. And it, I thought this was worse than the last match. So and again, maybe it was my own expectations because I really think Jackie is just the man most times. But this match was not it. <laughs> you know, it was like a 
a very mediocre match and a quick reminder that Hio actually still sucks. So which is what I knew already. Yeah, I also have the match on a pretty similar level. Um Sundra and I watched it together yesterday. And again, like the in the in the latter half the wrestling was good. Like the the work is, is fine that he does when he's actually wrestling, but what I get from these two matches is just that Hyo cannot structure matches to save his life. Um, the big brain. <laughs> yeah, the big brain. But yeah, uh, I mean, we bring up this Jackie Funky Kame part because um, there's a big, big thing here said after the match. Um, Hyo said after after we had uh, successfully beaten Jackie that I felt your energy today and honestly it's a waste for you to be in natural vibes shout out to Easton Larry Twitter account for getting this uh, quote hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah um, so Hyo basically invited Jackie to him and uh, Monte's team how do we feel about that? Um, first of all, it doesn't matter because it was a house show. Yeah, like it's basically non-canon. Um, yeah, sure. <laughs> second, I ha- this got me thinking, and I don't think there is m- there are many pe- people that they could add to Peacock to make me care about this team. Like even, even Monte is kind of interesting because it's new and shiny and he has this big story with Shun, but like him as a character or as a wrestler, uh, I'm fine. Look, I'm no I'm fine. That's that's just too harsh, but I just I don't really care. And the Jackie wouldn't make a difference. So taking him out of vibes, nah that would Pissed me off pretty hard. They need somebody like to to team with them though. Yeah, you know, I, I a two man group isn't gonna work long term. Like they need yeah. to have at least you know. La Estrella. I, mean, I, <laughs> I I I would put UT there instead. Uh, I think. Like, what have I done to you? <laughs> UT isn't doing anything. Is it? In vibes, Jackie at least has a story in vibes. He is with uh, Jason. Yuti has no story in vibes. I would put Yuti, Kaito, and uh, Kaito Nagano in it. Uh, that would be my t- two to add to uh, them. But Jackie, I mean. That could work. I mean, the thing is, the problem there is that I will... It it robs Diamante, uh, Luis Monte, of one of his best opponents on the roster. <laughs> like, they want, the, the, the guy Luis Monte has the best chemistry with in every house show tag is always Jackie Funky Kame. And you're going to take that away from him and, uh, and have him team with him instead? Like, that? okay. <laughs> but that... That chemistry they have worked on for so long, and they have they, 
it's magic every time they they face each other in how uh, on in tags. Also, I don't like the idea of Jackie being the second to Hyo because Jackie is so much better than Hyo. <laughs> like they should be feuding, not on the same team. That's gonna be like whoever they put in is better than Hyo, though. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's basically nobody on the roster that they would be worse. Laestria! <laughs> Make <laughs> you look good! <laughs> and even, um, like, to me, there's more upside with him than Hyo, in my in my. Yeah. At least he shows flashes. I, I also want to remind you guys, I predicted Jackie Funky Kame was going to win the Brave Gate title this year. <laughs> and he still hasn't. And the thing is, like, look at where they're at in vibes. I mean, you know, Jackie... It would be an improvement in some ways because he's probably the fifth ranked guy in vibes, yeah. and UT's like the seventh ranked. So, you know, like that would be a jump up for Jackie. I think it's too big of a jump for UT to suddenly be <laughs> in a prominent position. Um, I actually think Jason would be a better person to be in in that group than Jackie. Like, like teaming with the uh, Monte. Yeah, that could be interesting. Yeah, and I think he's a guy that I mentioned before in the last episode. He's really bulked up lately. Uh, you know, maybe you could do something different with him, give him a little bit more of an edge uh, going into it, you know, outside of the vibes world. I think that would be a good person to kind of stick it. Because, again, in vibes, you're going to be behind Big Boss, KZ, and uh, Jay is going to be the guys, you know, for the group ultimately. And you can put him in big hug. I think that would be a big step up. Not a big step up, but a nice step up for him. And and eventually this Hyo stuff, I really believe that this will pass. You know, I, I think that we're going to get through this title reign and hopefully they'll, you know, they'll be able to move on away from him getting these prominent roles. Yeah, probably. They yeah. may get a Twin Gate run. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ex- exactly. And, and and maybe he, whoever the third man could be could be a part of that as well if they want Monte to be the singles act yeah. of it. Uh, but I think eventually, long term, he will drop down and you had there's room to move up whoever they would put in. So even if it was Jackie, I think eventually you could pull that into more of a bigger spot for him. But right now, obviously, they're big at Deho. Um, but yeah, I, I think Jason would be a better choice than Jackie, actually. Or they could go with one of like the seven guys that don't have factions uh, at all <laughs> that they yeah. could put in here if they wanted as well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, Corkin. I thought this was a pretty good Corkin uh, for my taste. Uh, set up the two top matches of Final Gate, which is good. We were wondering about that. <laughs> like I, 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 I remember after I had watched the show, I I went uh, out for a, uh, a walk and I listened to the latest Eastern Lariat. And I remember listen, listening to you, you, uh, you and Striga say like, "Oh, we don't know. They aren't still not setting up any anything for Final Gate. We still don't know." And I was like, "Hey, I just, I know. I just watched that." <laughs> but of course, you guys recorded yeah, before this. Yeah, we recorded it before then. But yeah, I mean, this, and it came. You know, it kind of. I don't think anybody expected that of everything. Yeah. But it, it was a good thing overall, though, that they at least got to it, and it was an interesting direction, like we said earlier. Yeah. So um we are now off the uh, on the road to final gate. Uh no big matches announced for the next uh, Corrigan Hall show on the 19th. Uh but we have a KBS Hall show this weekend. Uh looking through the card, 
I'll run through it, but it doesn't look like it's a big uh, must-watch show here. Uh, eight, uh, starting off on the show, this is happening on the 10th in KBS Hall, live on the Dragon Network. Uh, Casey, Big Boss Shimizu, Jason Lee, and Jackie Funky Kame of Natural Vibes opens the show versus Don Fuji, Dragon Kid, Geki Horiguchi, and Takashi Oshida. Then, Ultimate Dragon, Sachi Okaboy, and Kaito Nagano faces M3K, Masaki Mochizuki, Susumu Mochizuki, and Yasushi Kanda. Yeah. Then, a singles match, uh, Yamato versus Yoshiki Kato. That's an interesting uh, singles oh, match. Oh, that's cool, actually. Yeah. Uh, then, a tag match, uh, Big Hug, Hyoen, Mante versus Gold Class, Koto Minora, and Ben K. The only two healthy members of Gold Class right now, because I think people... Yeah. Are- oh, by the way, um, I, I forgot to, to say that they finally got a win again, especially yeah. as a team. Yeah, <laughs> um, after a long time, it feels like over you... <laughs> We'll see how, yeah, we'll... still they'll, they'll lose here against Monte, <laughs> but yeah. And then the main event of uh, the KBS Hall show is uh, the Courage, Madoka Kikura, Yuki Oshoka, and Dragon Daya versus Shinsuke Oku Kai and the Ishin of Seabrat. This match we have legit seen over 50 times this year. <laughs> so, skip. Uh, yeah, wow, that was aggressive from you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Yamato versus Yoshiki Kato looks like the one match to watch here for me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, they haven't announced anything for the Corken Hall show, as I said. And then after Corken Hall, it is Final Gate on uh, the 24th, Christmas Eve, and then a Kobe Sambo Hall. At only 26, but that always is just for the fun. And that's the rest of December for uh, Dragon Gate. So, December's I pretty th- good. I th- yeah, it's off to a good start for me. Uh, I think that's it. Do you guys have anything more to say? I don't watch, think so. Watch the ten, uh, ten woman tag from TJPW uh, that Yannick watched before the show. It's really awesome. Yes. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Uh, how many points did Eruption win? Uh, uh, end the tag league with in uh, eight. Morgan? Eight. Four wins. Four wins. Five losses. That is way better than I expected. They're all so. Asia champions. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. These titles were held by Yoshitatsu at the start of the year. Like, I, I don't, I don't count them as special. And some of the worst matches of the year, as we saw, yeah. even worse than the Sasaki matches. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, uh, fun being back recording. We are all very like low energy this week. Not me. <laughs> Not at all. But yeah, uh, if you guys have anything to plug, plug it now. Yeah, first of all, thank you so much for listening to the Eastern Lariat. 
hopefully everybody I always does. Do. <laughs> and and I appreciate it. Like that's what that show is what brought us together originally. Like who knows what where we would all be? Where would the world be without it? I don't know. Uh, but <laughs> still, it was great for to have Striga uh, back uh, on, and we did a pretty good show talking about everything. Uh, we went to, we even talked about Noah. We talked about their insane uh, booking for their Ayaki show. Uh, we had yeah. old Japan, New Japan, all that stuff uh, in there. Um, and yeah, uh, we're gonna have some big stuff coming up. We're gonna have some kind of show uh, at the end of the year after Christmas. Uh, it's either going to be a preview show for 2024. We're going to talk about what happened this year as well. Uh, we're going to figure out and iron out all the details there. It's a little bit different because we moved the year end awards back a couple weeks. Uh, we're going to do it the start of January. That way, the big shows yeah. at the end of the year, like Kento and Nakajima 2, the start of big show they have coming up, Queendom, uh, we are not going to miss those out because the last couple of years it was like, oh, you know, like something crazy would happen at the end of the year and we would miss out on the awards. So that won't happen this year. Uh, we're going to have the awards. We're going to have the, uh, lots of cool stuff on there. We're going to make some announcements. Uh, I was also wanted a shout-out. I wanted I appeared on the post-pro-res year-in-review show with WH Park, my good friend, and Karen Peterson, uh, somebody I'd never talked to before, but we had a, a great time. I thought the show went really well. Um, you know, I, I appeared as a disembodied voice uh, at some point in there. Uh, but we talked about everything. We had Final Fantasy. We argued about Waffle House. Uh, I had to put down five guys. Not just five guys, but the five guys burgers. I will always rant against them on any show that I'm on because I'm fighting for justice in this yep, world. He does. And and I'm not kidding about that either. Uh, but yeah, a Russell update. We're going to do a show. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Continental Classic. Uh, we did watch the West Coast Pro Show. I mentioned it earlier. Uh, we might talk about that as well. It depends on Nello because uh, he he had some cool stuff going on in his life. He got a promotion. Uh, and it, nice. He's even he he will one day be at the the Game Awards, and one of the games he makes will be on there. And I will be there bugging him, and I will text him to make him shout me out and shout the dramatic Lady dragons <laughs> out on, at the Game Year Awards when he accepts. Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah, uh, Yannick. Um, go. Is there Gun Oh, there will be Gun Pro. Well, there will be Gun Show. Um, they have announced Yuri versus Chi Chi, so go watch that when it happens. Oh my god, let's go. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, yes. that, that sounds awesome. Um, don't watch the rest of that card, it looks not good. <laughs> uh, me and Valke will be back recording episode two of Actress Stage this upcoming weekend, so that will be out. Probably sometime early in the week, uh, next week. So, definitely look forward to that. Uh, we uh, we have a lot to talk about on that episode. So, this will be my uh, first of two recordings this weekend. May uh, maybe three. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I am uh, I am going to go out and see Napoleon in one and a half hour. So I have to go soon. So uh, yeah. Thank you for listening, and until next time, as always, be ready, wake up, and go!